So let's see what's going on, right? So let's just bring us back into what we were saying yesterday, right? So we're on Daf Samach Zayin Amid Aleph, and what the Gemara is in the middle of saying right now is a little bit of a, it's a, you have to stick with this Gemara, it's going to be a little bit confusing. So what happened previously is the Gemara was saying, based on a Pasek, right? Based on the way Rish Lakish understood a Pasek, that the Pasek comes to teach us, the fact that the Pasek tells us that you have a, you have a Azav, a Metzairah, and a Tamei Mace all get sent out of the Machana, all get sent out of the camp, right? So the fact that it tells us all three of them get sent out, right? They, they don't need to tell us all three, right? Because if I would tell you a Zav and a Metzairah get sent out, then certainly someone who's Tamei Mace, who's on the highest level of, of impurity, certainly will get sent out. Why do I need to tell you all three of them separately? Which, like I said, the reason why I tell you all three of them separately is to tell you that there is a one time period in which a Tamei Mace does not get sent out. What time period is that? When, when most of the Jewish people are Tamei Mace, then indeed they're still able to bring a carbon Pesach. Amar Abaya, says, if so, nami, then we should also be able to say, Abaya is responding to Rish we should also be able to say, the Pasuk should say, and people who are Tamei Mace, and doesn't even need to say someone who's a Metzairah at all. And I would have said, if even a Zav is thrown out of the Machana, has to leave the, the Yerushalayim, right? Metzairah le'kolshkein, is it not then obvious that a Metzairah has to leave? Eliyeshachat shah, she'metzairayin mishtachin, me'in Zavin v'tmei mesa mishtachin. It must be that there are times in which a Metzairah gets sent out and a Zav and a Tamei Mesa does not get sent out. Be'ezezeh, which time is this? Pesach ababetuma. Perhaps it's when a Pesach has been brought in the state of Tuma. Maybe indeed you would say that even if a Mitzayra, if most of Klal Yisrael are Mitzayrayim, indeed they could still bring a Garmin Pesach. But not, we learned in the Mishnah. Pesach Ababa Tuma. If a Garmin Pesach is brought in a state when Klal Yisrael is in a state of Tuma. They cannot eat from it, not a Zav, and not a Zava, right? Not a Nida, and not a Yaladis, and not someone who is Tame from having given birth. But if they do eat, they are exempt. So we see that a Metzairah is not able to eat. That's explicit in a Mishnah. So you can't tell me your idea is going to tell me that a, a, a Zav and a Metzairah could eat. Rather, it's learned out from the first passage. It should just say a man, a man, when he becomes Tame. Why does it need to say for his soul? Maybe what you'll say is the fact that it says to his soul is coming to teach us something. What's it coming to teach us? Only someone who becomes Tamei from touching someone who's dead gets pushed off to the second Pesach, right? To the, to the month later Pesach. But anybody else who becomes Tamei indeed does not get pushed off. The Gemara says, we learned in Baisa. You might have thought that you don't make a Pesach Sheni, Ella, to May Mesim. Only people who became Tame from touching a dead person. Or someone who's far away. How do you know that if someone's a Zav, right, has seminal emission, or they are a Mitzayra, right, they have the spiritual leprosy, or they are Bayale Nides, or they are in a state of nidos, right? They were the state where they actually had marital relations with a woman who's a nida. How do you know that they do not bring a carbon pesach in the first pesach and they bring it on the second? Kamalim, the pasuk says, ish ish lenefesh, right? I'm sorry, ish ish, a man a man, 
So then why does it say uh, the fact that to a soul, why does the Torah need to write that? This is what you have to say. There is a man who gets pushed off to the second Pesach. However, when it is the Tzibor, when it is the congregation, it does not get pushed off to the second Pesach. Rather, they should do it in state of Toma. And when does the Tzibor do this in a state of Toma? Right, when they're all ritually impure. Only when it's Tame But if they're in a different state of Toma, then they don't bring a common Pesach. Like this, Mitzayra says, if Mitzayra, if someone who is in a state of Mitzayra, right, Taras, right, and they come, they come into an area in which they're not allowed to enter. Pater, they're exempt. Shenemar says, He has to sit alone, isolated, right, outside of the encampment is where he sits. Badad Yeshev, Levada Yeshev. It says, Badad Yeshev, which means that he has to sit by himself. Michutz l'machane me'shavai, that his dwelling is outside of the camp. Akasav nitkei le'asei. The Torah is telling us that this becomes an asei, right? That since it says you have to sit outside the machane, that teaches us that you don't get malchus. Why? It's like this. The Torah tells us that you're not allowed to sit inside the encampment. That's a los asei. When the Torah says you have to sit outside the encampment, that's an assay. It's a positive commandment. Anytime the Torah gives us a positive commandment, you don't get malchus for the negative commandment associated with that. Asay, the Gemara asks a question. So you have a Mitzayra who goes within his uh, boundaries where he's not supposed to be going. He gets malchus. Mitzayra gets 40 lashes. You see, he does get malchus. You have a Zav or a Zavot who goes into the, the boundary they're not allowed to enter. They get 40 lashes. But if someone is Tame Mace, they are allowed to enter the Machane Levia, the Levite encampment, which is in Yerushalayim. The Levite encampment is anywhere outside the Har Habayas. Okay? And not just the Tame Mace, um, even the dead person himself. And Meisha Rabbeinu takes the bones of Yosef with him when he goes up Adam and Sarayim, right? We're going to learn this week's parasha. Meisha Rabbeinu takes the bones with him. What it's telling us is that he even was able to bring it into Moshe Rabbeinu's encampment. Moshe was a Levi, right? And still he was able to bring Yosef's bones with him. So you see that even the dead body can be brought into the place where the Levites are staying, not where the Adam are staying, but where the Levites are staying. Tonight he is really much like a Tanya. We learned in the Bible. Badad Yeshev, Levada Yeshev. It says that he is Badad. He has to be in isolation. He dwells by himself. So that other people who are Tame are not allowed to sit with him, right? Because his Tum is on a higher level. You might have thought to say that is of and someone who's Tame Mace, they go into the same Machan. Therefore, the Pasuk tells us, and you shall not defile your encampments. Since it says you should not defile your encampments, it's telling you that there are different encampments for different levels of Tumah. David, have you heard the words of Rabbi You don't need to say this. It says in the Pasuk, right? And you will send out from the Machana, from the encampment, called Tzaruah, anybody who is in a Taras, somebody who has become Taras. The Zav, and anybody who's in a state of Zav. The Chol Tamei and anybody who is Tamei to a soul. 
Yemar Tamei Mesa. So why does you should just say Tamei Mesa? Al Yemar Tamei Zav. You should just talk about someone who's Tamei Mesa. It doesn't need to talk about someone who's Tamei Zav. And Yemar, I would have said, Tamei Mesa Mishtachen, if people are in a state of Tumas Mes and they get sent out, Zav and Lekol Shekin, certainly if people are in a state of actual Zivos, then certainly they get sent out. Lama Nemar Zav. So why do I need to even tell you Zav? If I would just say that people who are in a state of ritual impurity due to having contact with a dead body needs to get sent out, certainly someone who's in a state of ritual impurity because they are a zub, they've had the seminal emission, right? Not a regular one, but a, a one that indicates some sort of illness, right? So, to tell you that a zub has to go two camps away. should only talk about a zub and not talk about a metzera. I would have said. Zav and Mishtalche, and if even a Zav gets sent out, Mitzray and Lekol Shekin, certainly people who are Tzaras get sent out. Lama Nemer Mitzray, so why do we need to say Mitzray separately? Litin Leimachanet Shlishas, to give you a third encampment that the Mitzray has to leave from. Kishuaymer Badad Yeshev, when it says that he will sit alone, Akasav Nitkulase, when it says that the Mitzray sits in his own place, he has to, he has a positive commandment to sit alone. So that teaches us it's some sort of a mitzvah, some sort of a mitzvah, some um, loisa say that has an assay opposite it. And we know that that should not get a malthus then. My chumrei, the zav, mitame meis. What is the stringency that a zav has over someone who is tame meis? Shechein tuma yaitza olam A zav, the reason why a zav becomes tame is because a zav has something coming out of his own body that is creating the state of tuma. Whereas the Tamei Mace did not become Tamei from his own self, it came Tamei from touching something else. Adaraba, contrary. Tamei Mace, Chamor. Tamei Mace is more stringent. Shechein Ta'in Hazah Shlishi Vishvi. Tamei Mace is more stringent. Why? Because if you want to leave your ritual impurity of a Tamei Mace, what do you have to do? You have to have ashes of the Paraduma sprinkled on you on the third day and the seventh day, right? And you don't have to do that for Azav. Amakra Tamei. Therefore, the Pasik says Tamei. The whole Tameh and anybody who is Tameh, the rabbis Tameh Sheretz, even includes someone who became Tameh from contact with a Sheretz that is no longer alive. However, a Zav is more stringent than a Tameh Sheretz. What's its stringency? What's the stringency? Well, Tameh Sheretz, you became Tameh because you touched something outside of yourself. A Tameh Zav becomes Tameh because something from inside of him came out. Adraba, Sheretz Chamer. The Gemara says, no, Tame Sheretz is even more Chamer, more strange. Shechein, Metame, Ba'inis. With the Tame Sheretz, even if you just touched it by mistake, you're still going to become Tame. However, the Tuma of Azov only happens if you, if you actually do it, that there's no mistake involved, right? We, no, we did not learn it yet. Uh, I don't think we learned it yet. That a Tumas Azov, right, someone who becomes Tame from this, this emission, right, if there are one of seven different reasons why this came into to being, then he will not actually become Tameh, okay? So a Tumas Zav, it's not automatic. If you're in a state of, of Zav, you're automatically Tameh. If it's an Ainus, if it was caused by something else, unavoidable circumstances, you are not Tameh. Whereas touching a Sheretz will always make you Tameh. Amri, so Ki Hai Gavna, so turning the page now, Amri Ki Hai Gavna, Zav Nami, Tumuye Metami Ba'inus. A Zav also can become Tameh Ba'inus. What do you mean? How could it? Kidravuna, like Ravuna, Amravuna. So here's how it works. The first sighting of a Zav does make you tame, right? However, it does not make you tame for seven days, right? So the way it works is like this. When there's a certain type of emission, this is not a regular seminal emission. Regular seminal emission makes you what is called a balkeri, right? But this is something else, some sort of an illness-like emission, okay? The first time it comes out, it makes you tame one day. 
if it comes out in over a three-day period of time, or if it comes out in a very long type of emission, then it will make you tummy for seven days. Okay. So the very first time that it comes out, it will make you tummy whether there was unavoidable circumstances that caused it, or even if there's not unavoidable circumstances that caused it, it will make you tummy. It's only the seven-day tumma that only comes about if, not, if there is no circumstances causing it to happen. What's the stringency of Mitzayra over a Zav? Why? A Mitzayra has to have his hair, has to get nice and long, right? Hopefully soon they will open up the, um, the barbers in Palo Alto and I can get a haircut. And also, Ufrima, and he also has to cut his, uh, he ripped your clothing to show that you're in a state of Taras. But also, you're not allowed to engage in marital relations. Adarava, on the contrary, Zav Chomer, Zav's more stringent. Because a Zav, even if he sits down or lies down on something, he renders it ritually impure. Whereas a Mitzayra, he does not render it in the high level of ritual impurity if he sits down or lies on it. He just renders it the Tumma of having touched it. But not the high level Tumma, which is called Mishkav or Moshav, that a, Zav, a, a Mitzayra, I'm sorry, a Zav is able to do. What else is a Zav able to do? Umetame Klicheres Behesed. And a Zav can be Metame, what is called a Klicheres, a uh, pottery um, vessel, Behesed, by causing it to move. That will also render it ritually impure if he's a Zav. Oh my God, therefore the bus says Zav, says Zav, the whole Zav, and anybody who is a Metzera. The rabbi's Valkyrie, to include also a Valkyrie, someone who just became Tamek, because he had a regular seminal discharge. And a Metzera is more stringent than a Valkyrie. And what is its stringency? Like we said earlier, why is a Metzera more stringent than a Valkyrie? Because a Metzera has to leave the encampment, he has to grow along here, he has to have, um, he has to rip his clothing. What do you mean? About carry should be more chamer. Why? Because about carry, even if the tiniest drop of seminal emission comes out, then that already makes him uh, tummy. Whereas a matzairah does not become tummy unless it, the, the taras is the size of a gris, right? The size of a bean, right? For a zav to become tummy, right? It has to be that the discharge is large enough that it could close up the end, it's large enough that it will be able to close up the opening at the end of the male organ. So what do we see though? We see that Amnasan holds that a Zav does not become Tameh right away. It has to be larger. So therefore, indeed, if a Zav doesn't become Tameh until it gets larger, then the Zav does not have a stringency over Metzaira. Iskish lay Balkari the Zav, and Balkari is compared to Zav. The Cholzeruah Lamali, so then therefore, why do I need the Torah to write Cholzeruah? I did, anybody who became a Taras. I did the Siv called Zav. Since it says called Zav, anybody who is in a state of Zav, Siv Nami called Tzuruah. Therefore, it says anybody who is in a state of Taras. Rabbi Yehuda, however, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Shafir Kalman and Rabbi Shimon. What Rabbi Shimon said well, right? Ahumi Bayle, they get the Tanya. We needed it for that which we learned in a Baisa. Rabbi Eliezer, Amen. Yachal Dachaku Zavin Umitzerayan. It could be that a Zav and a Mitzerah are pushed off, right? The Nichnasul Azarab of Pesach. And indeed, they're able to push. If let's say the majority or the majority of the community was already tame, either a zav or etzera, it would actually push off the iser of coming into the azara, and they would be allowed to come into the azara and bring their korban pesach. Right? I might have thought that that's true. Yachal yehu chayavin. I would think that they would be chayiv tamolimer if they did it. That they're chayiv, that they're liable for having done so. Tamolimer. The pasuk tells us for yishtuchu minamachen that called to rule. You have to send out of the encampment anybody who is a mitzayra. Chol zavin. Anybody who's a zav. 
The whole Tame Lenefesh, and anybody who was Tame for a dead body. At a time when a Tame Mesa would get sent out, Zav and a Mitzrayim Mishtachin. So to a Zav and a Mitzrayim will be sent out. Ain't Tame Mesa Mishtachin. However, if a Tame Mesa would not be sent out, Ain't Zav and a Mitzrayim Mishtachin. Then a Zav and a Mitzrayim would also not be sent out. Why will a Tame Mesa not be sent out? Because if most of Kalal Yisrael are Tame Mesa, they would indeed bring a carbon Pesach. Amar Mar, Mar said, Zav v'chol Zav, the Rabbis Valkari. It says a Zav, and anybody who is a Zav, it's coming to include also a Valkari. This is a proof of The tunnels, right, underneath the base of Mikdash were not considered to be holy, right? So we actually have learned previously that when someone became Tamei and Harabayas, they would immediately go into the tunnels and leave the Harabayas through the tunnels because that was not considered to be holy. And the Balkari would be sent outside of both encampments, both the Kohenite encampment and the Levite encampment, just like a Zav was sent out. Mesve, the Gemara asks the question. Balkari can magat sheret. The Balkari is like someone who has become Tame through touching a dead uh, sheret, right? A dead rodent. My love, Lemachanesim. We say that Balkari is the same status. Doesn't it mean the same way, the same status in terms of how many camps it gets sent out of? Now, somebody who touches a sheret only gets sent out of one camp. So maybe a Balkari should also only be sent out of one camp. Loy. No, that's not what it means. It's the same for. What it's the same for is the Tumasam. For their tuma, what does it mean? It means that their state of ritual impurity only lasts until nightfall, not for seven days. The tumasam is that true? That it refers to the fact that they're tame. High tumas erev ksebe, the high tumas erev ksebe. It says about one of them, it becomes tame. If you touch a sharetz, you're tame until nightfall. If you are about carry, you're tame until nightfall. You're telling me that the reason why the Torah needed to say that they're similar is to tell you that they have the same halacha in terms of how long they're tame for. The Torah tells us explicitly how long they're tame for. I don't need anything more than that. So rather, it must be coming to teach you that their halacha is similar in terms of how many encampments they need to be sent out of. Where it says, Loi, it's not true. Indeed, it's coming to teach you that their tumma is similar. Teaching you that a balkari is like a magasharet, that someone who had a regular seminal mission is in the same status as someone who became tamay by touching a, a sharet, right? A rodent or a reptile. Just like if someone touches a uh, sharets, they become tame even if it was unavoidable, right? So too, if someone actually is about carry, they become tame no matter what. Whether it was intentional or unintentional, they still become tame.